Welcome to the Audio Project with Dina Tierney, and thank you for listening. We are changing up our podcast content in the coming weeks, so I ask that you please stay tuned. You may have noticed we've been doing a lot of replays, which is super fun, but in the coming weeks, we're going to have a new format, and I'm very excited to get your feedback and see what you think. Today's episode is a replay of a Women in Salesforce session hosted by Women in Tech Republic back in August. I provide a bit of a mid-year readout of what's happening in the market to drive your career. Take a listen and let me know what you think. Yeah, thank you very much. And, and thanks to Sarah and Cara for inviting me to come today. I'm really excited to see everyone's faces again um, and talk about careers in, in Salesforce. So, um, you know, really what I wanted to do for my portion of um, today's talk was to share some top takeaways um, that can help drive your career from that kind of we're in the 2021 midpoint, a little bit after the midpoint, but looking at where we're at, we're at in this year and thinking about how um, some of those things that we're seeing in the marketplace could translate into some takeaways that would help drive your career. And I'll just start by saying this is definitely an exciting time to be in tech and specifically in Salesforce. Um, so carpe diem, as they say, let's seize the day because we don't know when we're gonna have opportunities like what we have right here, right now. My name is Dina Tierney. I'm the founder and CEO of Pacific Point. Pacific Point is a Salesforce consulting firm. We're headquartered in Honolulu. And we also have an office in Denver and Sydney, Australia and Singapore. And what we like to say that we do is that we bring business and technology together and we create valuable solutions for our clients on the Salesforce platform. So again, kind of the way I was planning to approach today, you know, with that vantage point in my role um, as the founder and CEO of Pacific Point, I'll approach my time today with kind of an overview of what we're seeing in the market, uh, what I'm seeing as I talk to our customers and our clients, and then identify some takeaways that could help drive your career. And I'll spend probably this first, I'll, I'll take about 10 to 15 minutes or so and talk on that. I'll leave about five minutes because um, I'd love to hear from you in terms of your thoughts and questions that you have. And um, that's how I plan to approach today's chat. So sounds like a plan, hopefully, good with that. So I'll start with um, the three takeaways, just three that are very simple, I think, um, for us to think about. The first thing is taking a step back. Um, what's really interesting with us from you know, the vantage point that I have and talking with our customers is I'm noticing that a lot of customers in 2021 have taken a step back. They're taking stock. They're really looking at their organizations, what's working well for them, what really isn't. And they're starting to reconsider priorities. They're re-looking at where investment of dollars is going, where their time is spent. And I would say like, when you look before the pandemic, a lot of our customers, it was just full steam ahead. You know, so much stuff that was just running forward with technology initiatives. And not that that hasn't stopped, but I think when the pandemic happened, what we saw was a lot of companies were reacting. There's a lot of reaction that happened in 2020. And a lot of the initiatives that we took on as a, as a company and a consulting firm were reacting to uh, the, the, what happened, right? In 2020, it was just a crazy time. Now when we flip the calendar to 2021, what I'm seeing is a lot of companies, like I said, taking that step back, checking themselves, really thinking about who they are, what is, you know, what are they doing well? Again, like I said, what really isn't? And so when I think about how that could translate to um, you and your career, um, me and my career, 
I feel like it is a good time to sort of take a step back, think about what your goals are, uh, what your career aspirations might be, maybe reset a little bit, maybe maybe reshift that and rethink some goals that you set before, maybe they're changing now. Uh, thinking about what you maybe know well, what you wish you knew better. Um, so really taking stock, even looking at the people around you, the companies that you work, the company you work for, that you worked for in the past. Um, and so again, like I think this idea that I've just seen the shift in 2021 where companies are doing that, I think it's also from a career perspective, a really good idea for us as individuals to take a step back as well and really think about where are we, what are we doing well, and what do we wish we could, could do better um, and take, take inventory. Uh, the second key takeaway is laying the groundwork uh, for big plans. And so when I when I look at it's funny because like in Q1, I would say um, that was when I really started to see companies telling me like, oh, you know, we're rethinking these things. We're looking at where we're at. We're reshifting priorities. Um, and then some of those companies, as, as the year kind of has progressed, um, they're starting to lay some groundwork. And what that's translated to for them is we're, as we talk to these companies, we're seeing them strategize, make different types of plans, setting maybe some new goals and objectives that are becoming more clear for them, maybe a little bit more of a, again, a little, little reset or refresher, um, bringing more clarity to where they want to go. And then that groundwork starts to get laid. So we talk to customers about things, because um, now they're thinking, okay, if I'm resetting, what are some of the things that need to be in place? So again, talking to customers, many of our clients, they're, they're doing strategic hires, executive teams changing, they're reorganizing their teams, uh, maybe looking at um, defining a technology roadmap that might be more aligned to this reset vision, if you will, or reset set of objectives. And the other thing that's really cool is a lot of companies that as I'm talking to them about these new objectives and new goals that they have, uh, they're really rallying their teams around them, around these plans and around these ideas that they have um, and getting their input, you know, taking the act to take those actions that are necessary to sort of put all the pieces in place, get processes kind of cleaned, understand where the technology is going to go, set the team up for success, right? And so all those things, you know, all those pieces, putting those pieces together and in place so that they have, um, they can enable their success of those plans. Uh, you know, is, is really what we're seeing, right? making sure the right teams there, the right skills, the technologies, and that is really what's going to launch them kind of moving forward. So again, taking that into consideration um, for you, for, for all of us as individuals thinking about your career, I would definitely say, you know, once you've gone through that, take a step back and you think about where those outcomes might take you next. Now it's time to start laying some groundwork and maybe as you set some of those new goals, thinking about how maybe you can reorganize um, and restructure sort of where you're at. How did you, you had a, what, what new goals might you have? And I think another really cool thing about that, like I mentioned about companies getting input from their teams more, I think getting advice from your mentors, you know, rallying the people in your life around you um, to put you in a position that allows you to reach those goals. Uh, one simple thing might be talking to your boss about what those goals might be, what is important to you, um, what you're motivated to sort of do, uh, and where you want to grow uh, as an example are, are really great things to talk about with, you know, the obvious one is, is your boss or your manager, but other, you know, colleagues around you as well so that they can give you ideas, you know, whether it be a mentor or someone like that in your in your circle.
And so, um, you know, in even in our own company, I can say that we've had um, in the last, I mean, all the time, I'm always asking everybody, you know, what, what their goals are, what their objectives are, and they change, right? Everybody's goals and objectives change over time. Um, but even more recently, we've had, I've had someone come to the team and tell me they're very interested in technical leadership roles at our company. And they came to me with really specific suggestions about how they felt like they could lead some areas. And, you know, a few months passed and they've now are in a position of leadership to help drive some of those technology initiatives forward within our company. Um, I've had other people come to me and say, hey, Dina, I'm really interested in um, some industry experience. I want to get into health and life sciences. And so when I know that, for me, you know, and when those opportunities have come up, I've been able to assign that kind of work to those people. Um, but again, it's not always possible. You know, so this is my story. Um, but I think the point is, talk to your managers, talk to the mentors that you have in place, start laying so that you can start to lay some of that groundwork to put you in a position to meet some goals that you reset now uh, that you've taken that step back. Um, the other point is sort of a go forward. So my third takeaway is your go forward. So what's been really cool about the year is, uh, and again, we're only in August, so we'll see how things go. But you know, at the beginning of the year, sort of as early as Q1, again, I've seen people take a step back. Um, rethinking things, taking stock, taking inventory. Then I saw them starting to make plans and sort of figure out, okay, I've got these roadmaps and I've got these strategic hires that I'm doing and these things are now set in place and my priorities have changed. But what's really cool is the outcomes where I'm seeing some of their go forward plans. And there are um, a lot of the same things that we've seen in past as it relates to Salesforce specifically, but there are some really interesting things that have changed in 2021 about where clients are heading with their Salesforce roadmaps. And I'd like to just kind of run through those. And again, like this, these are what I'm seeing. It doesn't necessarily mean that that's a technical area that you need to branch into. But I think what's really interesting is there's been so much more focus by companies on digital touch points that are directly with the customer. That's how 2021 has been slightly different. I mean, we do all the typical things in the Salesforce with the core application, you know, upgrading the applications for your internal users, automating processes to drive efficiencies, um, you know, standardizing and simplifying process, leveraging all the cool features of Salesforce. Uh, we do a lot of, you know, migrating off of legacy systems or consolidation of technology. But I will say what's been really interesting about this year is there's, there's more about digital touch points that go directly to the customer. So some of the, the top three that I can think of here would be um, digital marketing, marketing automation. So a lot on marketing. Um, so segmenting customers, putting them on journeys, you know, thinking about, so for an example, you know, might be customers who are, some of our customers who are looking at past client customers of theirs and looking at, okay, this person was interested in this product or bought these products maybe two years ago, a year ago. Now, how can I bring them back to come get another product or another thing that kind of relates to that? So they're segmenting and they're trying to be doing some really smart digital marketing automation. So again, in the Salesforce world, that's for us mostly marketing cloud. So I'll lay that out there. Mark, did, did, marketing automation has just been a big one for us. Um, the second one that I've seen a lot of customers going through is the self-service and online services. You know, the idea of submitting information online through a customer portal 
has just been a huge, I mean, I can't even name how many clients are just looking at and, and implementing Experience Cloud. It was Community Cloud before, now it's Experience Cloud. But the point is that online submission, whether it be an application or just a query or a case for a service, it could be any kind of online experience that you're now putting at the fingertips of your customer. Um, and related to that, by the way, this year we've seen much more with a mobile publisher. If you're not familiar with that, you can take a Salesforce community or experience cloud site and then put that, uh, use mobile publisher and put that as a customer app, as your own branded customer app in the um, in your iPhone store, your Google Play store. So we're, again, putting something in the customer's hands that really gets them to engage directly with them. It's, again, this year has been really different in that regard. So again, this is just food for thought for you guys as you think about your career. Um, the third one is um, bots, knowledge, you know, live chat, you know, things like that. So Salesforce has a product called Digital Engagement, and we've seen a lot more clients looking at how they can provide that, um, you know, FAQ experience or help kind of get people the answers to the commonly asked questions and provide multi-channel support to their customers. So that's been probably the third one that I would name. So marketing cloud for marketing automation, experience cloud, maybe mobile publisher for self-service and online services, and then digital engagement with bots, knowledge, you know, chat, things like that. So again, like there's still the same things that have been there in the past. What I say would be really unique about this year that's different um, is a large focus by companies on improving the digital touch points that they have directly with the customer. Um, so in summary, um, I, I would say, you know, it's taking a step back for yourself, uh, just like the companies are doing now in 2021, laying the groundwork, getting all the pieces in place so that you can execute on those big plans. And three, it is the go forward um, planning. So I have a, I'll just show my slide real fast if I can get my Zoom going here. Um, I went a little quick here, but I wanted to just have time as well to ask if there are any questions. Make sure I'm showing the right screen. There we go. Yeah, I would say um, from my end, I'm just such a big believer in um, getting a lot of hands-on experience. Um, and I, I, I mean, I made the comment at the end, like no one can take that away from you, right? So when you know how to do something, like it's yours, you own it, right? No matter where you go, no matter where your job lands you in the future, it's yours. And I think that, um, you know, I've told my career story on one of the past women in tech ones. And there was a time when I was fresh out of college, you know, I did my whole software, I was a software engineer. And there was a time when there was a lot less work to do. And I had a really, it was awesome. Like I went to work at nine, I left at four, I didn't have anything to do all day. And I started getting worried. Like, I don't know how to do anything, <laughs> you know, looking at job postings. I'm like, don't know how to do that. Don't know how to do that. So, you know, like, I think it's important no matter what is to like dive in and learn as much as you can with the opportunity in front of you. And, you know, back to somebody else's point, even about imposter syndrome and things like that, 
when you, you build, for me at least, I build a lot of confidence when I know how to really do something. And all of a sudden, even if it's one thing that like, I know like how to do email templates, like there's no tomorrow, whatever the thing is that you've got to do a lot of at your job, you dive so deep into that you become an expert in something and then it becomes another thing and then another thing and your confidence builds and grows. But you, if you just scratch the surface too much, that'll be a little bit of a mistake. I think that's my personal opinion. And like I said, I don't know if it was a, I mean, I spent probably a good several months just like, you know, going to work late, early, I mean, all that stuff. And, you know, I'm glad that I jumped out and was like, I got to go get, I got to go figure out how to do stuff and get some hands-on experience. So that's my, always my biggest tip is get as much hands-on, whatever you're doing now, just dive as deep as you can and learn it um, because it's yours. No one can take it. That'd be what I would say. Okay. That's it. All done. (laughs) Hope you enjoyed that. And please find me on social at Dina White. Thanks again. And we'll talk soon.